Hey, podcast listeners, I'm Rebecca McEnroy. I host a live discussion show at the Cactus Cafe here in Austin, Texas, called Views and Brews. It's a KUT radio production, and we also have a podcast. Just search for KUT's Views and Brews. You can explore conversations about time and art with Saul Williams, or check out what Nobel laureate Steven Weinberg had to say about the theory of everything. It's all on the KUT Views and Brews podcast. In 1933, a new generation of activists and idealists swept into Washington to launch the New Deal. In 1940 and 41, they were followed by those who prepared the country for world war. In 1961, John F. Kennedy called young Americans to service, and in 1965, Lyndon Johnson launched the Great Society, largely completing the architecture of major institutions with which we live today. Since then, from the environmental acts of the Nixon years to Obamacare, new measures have mostly respected this framework, although with disputes and periods of retrenchment, including important conservative moments, especially under Ronald Reagan. The presidency that will begin in January 2017 promises to be different. The incoming education secretary opposes teachers. The labor secretary opposes unions. The attorney general opposes voting rights. The health secretary opposes Medicare. The EPA administrator denies climate change. And the housing secretary is a doctor. These appointees will be working with a Congress that takes spiritual guidance from Ayn Rand and Philip Morris. Today, we in the craft of education for public policy face a challenge. We will be asked by our students, what is the point? What are the prospects? What does the future hold? And this question goes beyond the issue of whether there will be jobs to a deeper question. Is the study of public policy still useful? Can it serve as the basis of a rewarding and productive life? Let me answer that the role of education for public service is more critical now than it was before. We in this field have built our lives on the study of government, of taxing and spending, of regulation, and of the pursuit of justice, of the vote and laws and standards and human rights. Our concerns unite us in the search for practical solutions achieved fairly and with informed public consent. These concerns may fall from fashion, and it may be necessary for our students to work outside government, in politics, unions, community organization, law, or teaching. But a university is not a bazaar driven wholly by job openings. It is a center for independent thought and a refuge for threatened values. It seems odd that something so basic as public service might be threatened, but there we are. And if we are right, it will someday be necessary to remake public policy, to reform the public sector, taking account of past failures and the lessons of new experience, including those to which we are about to be introduced. To prepare for such a day is a task to which public policy educators, along with our students, can dedicate ourselves in the months ahead. In Austin, I'm James Galbraith for The Secret Ingredient. During challenging times, you count on KUT to deliver the accurate and essential news and information you need. Show your support today for the service you rely on every day with a gift in any amount at KUT.org. Thank you.